Okay, huh. that's interesting. <laughs> All right, okay, now we're starting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and all the wonderful humans tuning in, it's time to jazz up your day with another episode of Safe Space. I'm one of the three of your hosts, the bringer of vibes, Lynn. <laughs> I switched up oh. my intro. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Please kindly introduce yourself, Munira. What is um, happening? <laughs> I don't know. And I'm not editing this out, by the way. So, so let's go bro. on. <laughs> bro, I thought <laughs> you were continuing with your introduction. Uh, I said, I'm the bringer of vibes, Lynn. Oh, oh, hi guys. I'm Munira. Assalamu alaikum. You people of the internet. Haribun interna. Okay, that was okay. Yeah, this time round, you remember to say assalamu alaikum. I I did. Yeah. Hi guys. So I'm here. I'm the children, the overthinker. Please, we're not going to be labeling ourselves with a disorder. Today we are joined with another overthinker. <laughs> so we've invited an amazing guest who is not only a parent, but also a dear old friend from the oh. days when young and silly were our middle names. Tell <laughs> <Sorry> about it. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, Sony. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. My name is Sony. Uh, Irish <clears throat> Twins. Mom, <laughs> K-E. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I'm a little girl at heart. I love love, I love fun. I'm a pilot by profession. Um, some days a public speaker, I don't know. Motherhood has probably turned me into such an introvert. I, I haven't public <laughs> spoke in a while. <laughs> uh, but here we are. I'm so happy to be here, guys. So nice to, you know just chat and talk we probably haven't had a fun conversation or conversation since when oh lord since the yeah. young and silly days since yeah, those since days, silly days. <laughs> we're not going to mention it we're ah, going to talk please about me it. i'm ready to mention it right here <laughs> I, even i'm ready to so i can give a backstory of uh-huh. how we know each other so oh, please I don't know how detailed you want me to go. I was just going to say that Munira and I know Sony from Malindi mm-hmm. from way back when. There's a time yeah. Sony and Munira were in laws. We <laughs> were playing Chababa with somebody. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's why we say. What is going on? Yeah, and silly. So, yeah, so anyway. From from way back when, when we were in Malindi, that's how we know Sony. But today we are having her on the podcast because I noticed on her Instagram, she talks a lot on parenting and the ups and downs of being a mother. Her str- nanny chronicles, which oh I find Lord, them very entertaining. <laughs> I find them mm-hmm. so entertaining. <laughs> yeah, so we wanted to, we're trying to be all-rounded. Now, Munira is a mother and she's the one who's going to guide us through this conversation. So yeah, we are navigating parenthood. Someone and I are here to listen and learn and chip in as and when. So Munira, let's start. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. I have the first question for so- for Sonia. Yeah? Mm-hmm. How did you navigate the early stages of 
having a child. You see that period between zero to three months, the sleep deprivation. Oh, okay. Everything that comes okay. with it. I have to start oh, with that. Right into fourth trimester. Okay. <laughs> we are going there because that's the stage that actually traumatized me. Because oh, really? I was ready. I wasn't ready for it, bro. I wasn't. Okay. Um, <laughs> there's no amount of preparation that gets you ready for it for sure. Yeah. Was I ready for it? Hell no. It was hilarious. The first, especially after you we were discharged from the hospital, <laughs> I did not sleep for a whole freaking I think a whole month straight. I was seated. Like, do you understand? I didn't lie down on my bed. Yeah. I was seated, Interesting. watching okay. over this child because God, she can't breathe. She just moved. Oh God, exactly. Oh Jesus, <laughs> help me, babe, babe. Okay, no, you. Okay, okay. the hospital. The number of times we drove to hospital yeah. <laughs> was hilarious. Really hilarious. I think my experience between zero to three was quite challenging, as especially because one, my child had acid reflux. Yeah, colic. Is it colic? No, there's a difference. Oh, really? There's a difference between colic. There's a difference between colic and acid reflux. Uh-huh. Very big difference. And also uh, gas. Gas is what most times people refer to as colic, but really yeah. acid reflux is a whole monster altogether. Okay. Um, so <laughs> the first three months with my first child were pretty much on medication throughout yeah <laughs> so stupid because it's just a face guys it happens i tell you i saw the best gastroenterologist in the world because oh my child <laughs> guys guys please <laughs> relax brief yeah i think it has to be investigated at what goes through a mom's mind at that period because even a single bap a wrong bap you're in the hospital yeah, yeah, that's it. I mean, she just snorts and that's it. She snores. Oh, a child cannot snow. That's it. Hospital. No, let's go. <laughs> Crazy. How was yours? Mine, I think the same. The first three months where I was actually bathing, I took like, I really had a hard time bathing. I'm actually looking at the umbilical cord. I'm like, am I supposed to touch there? What do I need to do? But thank God the hospital I, I gave birth at, they have mm-hmm. those where they teach you, but still you're mm-hmm. scared. You're looking at this baby, it's fragile, it's just mm-hmm. you know, but I know, right? How mm-hmm. <laughs> I said it, 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 that stage was very stressful for me. Like, I don't know, I should have done something, I should have asked for help, I should have had my mom with me to help me. I don't know mm-hmm. how I. I could do it. I, I was like, you know what? I'm strong enough. So what? I'm not the first person who's, who's having a baby. There's so many women mm-hmm. who have had a baby before me. I can do it. Shock on me, bro. Mm-hmm. Shock. Oh, wait. Yeah. Um. So your first three months, your mom wasn't around? No. Or at least no. the first two weeks? The first two weeks, yes. The, after that, I think, mm-hmm. only, only end up. after that, it's just you and the baby, bro. But still, mm-hmm. I wasn't comfortable anybody washing my baby at that stage. I don't know. I felt like they were safer in my hands. <laughs> I know, I know. They're always safe in mommy's hands. Everybody yeah. else mishandles the child. The <laughs> stupidity that is first time mothering. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's the ghetto. It's the ghetto. Let yeah. me, let me, okay, just a backstory. Because I know their moms will probably struggle with this, yeah? And yeah. this is maybe going to be a combination of both marriage and motherhood. Mm-hmm. I remember before having our baby, we really had a whole argument about um, in the Kikuyu culture. <laughs> yeah. 
the family I'm married into, they don't mm-hmm. allow um the lady's mom to sleep over. <laughs> so it was a whole big deal. So we literally had almost had a fight with yeah. my then fiance in regards to that because you know we're just having discussions so what happens when it comes to such a time and we we are new parents would what's your preference i go stay with your mom your mom comes stays with us or my mom and i was like obviously obviously yeah one is more comfortable with their own mom okay yeah 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 because yeah. half of the time they're picking you from the toilet <laughs> because <laughs> constipation zero to three yeah. months <laughs> or hemorrhoids yeah. or they are busy inserting things behind your back to help mm-hmm. and to help ease the constipation yeah. so it was a whole thing so yeah after the long fight mm-hmm. finally we agreed that fantastic my mom could come and stay but at the same time i'm very grateful yeah. that also my husband um did a lot of the washing the baby for the first yeah. three months actually because i was um i was on catheter because uh, my oh. surgery went wrong my cs went wrong so the oh, first wow. three months as well i was very just a year it was such a year moment <laughs> there's only so much i could do my work was literally to breastfeed and that's it that's... yeah <laughs> um, yeah <laughs> so dear dads hey. not just about motherhood dear dads able help you your people you are together in the bedroom doing the thing Hey, so, trimester, you better put in the effort as well. <laughs> yeah. 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 So let me ask, what are some of mm-hmm. the joys mm-hmm. that you have gotten from the motherhood or parenthood journey? Oh my goodness. So so many. Where do I begin? From the time <laughs> they said mama, I think. <laughs> no, for me, yeah. it's from the time I personally took the leap of body training my child when she turned four and a half months and she was able to sit. Her first attempt at sitting, I was like, girl, here's a potty. Sit on it. So let me tell you, the joy of motherhood is not in being called mama. For me, it's in just buying less diapers. <laughs> because since then, since she turned four and a half months, we've literally been on maybe two diapers at most in a day. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Because she she would go to the toilet in the potty, and she, for me it's just been bliss <laughs> since then. That was that's one of the joys. Munira, what would you say your joys are? Ah, mine are so many. Because my, my first body is six now. There's so many. I'm veteran mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's so many, but I I would I I, would, I can't pinpoint because there are two. So to keep track of each is hard. But the reason is um. The moment my daughter took, um, went to the stage, they were having something in school and she took her, the microphone and she was very confident, very eloquent in how she presented herself, how she presented whatever oh. she was going to Which was, that was just, you know, I was like, I was feeling all the emotions. Proud moment. Like, wow. <laughs> and you know, her mom is a but She can't do that. She can't just take the mic and talk. But now mm-hmm. I have a speaker who doesn't care. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Who doesn't care about the crowd? So I think that mm-hmm. was one of the yeah memorable, joyful memories. Oh, I have. Oh, that is a sweet one. Who does she take yeah. after? Like in terms of her courage, I think, I think her father, hundred and fifty percent. Her father, yeah, the dad is the dad is very caring, <laughs> and mm-hmm. he's a person. Yeah, 
Me and Did you just say your husband is kiherehere in on the podcast? <laughs> this is the part. This is the part that is going <laughs> on to social media. <laughs> Talaka. And you know, Lynn, you know it because he listens to it, bro. Uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah, now we can go on the flip side. Yeah. What would you say are the emotional roller coasters that come with parenting? Oh, wow. There's so many. Mm-hmm. Bro, it, and, mm-hmm. and even right now, we're experiencing it. Even right now, it doesn't right. end. An example. Yeah. So, like, examples. I don't of know. That, of an think... emotional roller coaster. Well, let's start with that checking. You see that period of yeah, one month for Metoka Hosi, it's just you and your baby. You're seated and you're just checking if the baby is breathing. Like, you put your hand on the mouth. Oh, like, there's no peace. There is no peace. The first movement, you're up. And you hear your partner is just snoring. Gosh. Hey, the audacity men have. Imagine. Those early stages, I, they did a number on me. They really did. But Alhamdulillah. Thank God. Yeah. Oh, number three is loading soon. Listen, let her finish her. Let her finish her degree. We've said we don't want kids for now. I, 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 I don't know why I have an input in this, but that's the decision we have made. <laughs> no more kids until that degree comes home. Please don't put that's this one good. out. <laughs> yeah, the, you want me to cut out this plus? But say, I thought it's a joint agreement. Yeah, yeah, it is. But you know, yeah. Somal- Somalis, you have to convince them. <laughs> <laughs> so with Somalis um, out on a mission, fill the world, yeah. fill the world. But this economy can't even allow. Hey, so with parenting, friend. yeah, with parenting comes nanny struggles, which Sony has experience mm. in so what are some of the what do you look for in a nanny maybe we start Ooh. with that what is it that you personally look for so you can say yours and then munira can say hers and so can the first thing can say something the first first thing common sense which is <laughs> lucky what is so that? many of them common sense <laughs> one common sense oh god okay but you learn common sense is not so common one. Mm-hmm. So two, you have to be very specific with what your expectations are. Okay. From as simple as how to clean a child, you'd be surprised. Even mothers of three, 30 plus, 40 plus year old moms still don't even know how to clean a child properly. Wow. How common sense is not just common. So nowadays, it's as simple as that. Common sense. That's it. That's For me, number it's one. Sense and two, definitely um, a jovial, genuinely kind person who loves kids and super loud. Because me in our house, we're all loud. <laughs> My children are as loud as I am. <laughs> <laughs> So me, I don't want any silent person. Already my husband is a silent one. Please, no, not taking any more silence. I want someone who's jovial, happy, who will talk to the kids, who'll be best friend with the kids, you know? Yeah. Munira, yours? Before I, I, another ca- question came to mind. Oh, which baby is that? Thank you for joining us. <laughs> XY. Zaili. It's from number two. It's oh, number, sorry, two, number two. Thank you for joining us. Mm-hmm. So I think for for this for this topic, nanny topic is very triggering for me. Actually, It's very triggering. <laughs> what when I, when I moved from Addis, moved here, 
is when I think I was pregnant with my son, but I hadn't realized it, or I did. I don't remember. But I remember that period trying to get to get some stability in the country, trying to get everything. I remember that period. The number of nannies I changed. I think there's a time they reached 15. 15, for heaven's You're sake. You're a month or two? Maybe in six months. Only? But wow. 15, You're doing well, 15, honey. 15, bro. In one You're house, doing 15. well. How are you going out and in and out, in and out in someone's house for 15? 15 like, people were in your home. 15 people. And... Some will not even stay the day. So they will come in the morning by Johnny is like, ah, mommy, no, no, you see, <laughs> this is, this is another thing that I don't know. I, I don't feel like, I don't know. No one prepares you for it. I don't know how to deal with it. It's like, now you have this adult person. You have to tell them what you require from them in terms of house chores, in terms of taking care of our baby. I'm like, what? And here I am, can't even, I'm not the type to give people's instructions, but I had to learn it the hard way because I don't know, they were just going and coming, going and coming. Yeah. Mm. But I feel like the mistake that most people make is treating these nannies like their family. I know they're in your homes, but (laughs) a job that they have come to do when you're in an office, a corporate job, um, Saumu's job, she's not treated like family, she's treated like an employee of the workplace. So I think that when you treat them like you you have come here for a job, this is what you're supposed to do. This is how I want my things done because in your household, you know how you want your things done. Just state it clearly from get-go and this um, wanting to treat them like they are... uh, one of you yeah. is what brings some familiarity and then they get very comfortable and now the nanny drama starts. But I don't know. That's just my opinion. It, yeah, it's, there's some truth in it, but I don't know. I feel like I can't. you can't help it at times. If this day with you for years, there's that familiarity. But again, I don't know how you're going to make it a professional edit i don't know i haven't tried it i feel like i'm the person who laughs with them so maybe you maybe that's laughing, the disadvantage <laughs> i feel like laughing with them is fine yeah. you can laugh with them but these are the your stipulated work hours this is what you ex- this is what i expect of you this is how uh-huh. i want my kids washed this is what time my kids should have lunch And those are non-negotiables. Maybe Saumu can tell us in a working Mm. environment how it works. And then, and I think you should have the same mindset because it's a job. Nonetheless, to them, it's a job. Wow. Okay. Yeah, Saumu, maybe (laughs) one, two, one, two. I have maybe a few things I wanted to say. Like um, when a kid is growing up, uh, back in school, we learned about... um, the child psychology by itself is a unit. And one of the topics we discussed was the relationship between the caregiver and the child. As much as uh, Munira said that she looked, she went through 15 people just to find a suitable nanny for her kids. You realize that at that moment, when your kid was between infancy and 18 months, that was like a point where he was learning trust versus mistrust. 
So if you get a nanny who doesn't who doesn't give him the attention he wants, who is not yeah. reliable, who is not caring, and who doesn't give him who is who's just not reliable, they're not caring, they don't give them attention, they end up having mistrust when they grow up. Yeah. Moving, when you move forward to like two to three years, the kid is now learning how to be a, to have autonomy versus shame and doubt. So that's yeah. when Sony was talking about the toilet training and how proud she talked how proud she was when her kids started using the toilet as much as to her it was about saving the money for the pamper <laughs> i was just kidding guys it's <laughs> obviously <laughs> but for the kid, the kid was learning a sense of independence mm, and that yeah. success of her using the toilet was making her not to have some failures or feelings like shame and doubt so you see so you have to be very careful when you're handling a nanny at that point. If your kid is having problems with the toilet, like using the toilet and stuff like that, they're going in the in future they're going to develop some doubt and some shame. When you take them to preschool, that is three to five years, they start developing uh, initiative versus guilt. So here you have to be allow them to explore their environment. I'm, I don't have a kid, but I've learned this in school. <laughs> so <laughs> I, can imagine, <laughs> I can imagine I'm just saying the theoretical part and you guys are saying the practical part. But yeah. at this stage, you're supposed to enable the child to explore, to discover things by themselves. Do not yeah. disapprove them. Even when you're disapproving them in something they've done, you disapprove them in a professional way, not just... Like, what have I done? Because now they'll develop guilt in their life. And then we have the 6 to 11 years where they become industrious and others have inferiority complex. This is when they're in school. Now Munira was talking about how proud she was as a mother watching her daughter use the microphone in sun and stage. For her, it was a proud moment. But for the child, the child was becoming industrious. They are able to cope with school. They are able to cope with their academics and their social life, which is making them not to have inferiority complex. So when we're when we're walking through these stages of life with these kids, you have to understand at this stage what is my child going through? What are they fighting? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So on on in terms of work, so that was it. I don't know if you have any questions <laughs> in terms no, of that. Or- Oh, okay. In terms of that, yeah. yeah. But but in terms of work, there's something I don't love about employment. Um, maybe maybe it's the company. Maybe there are some companies that have better maternity packages. But uh, I'm imagining uh, what Munira and Sonia were saying that there was a point when they were scared of leaving their kid alone. They were see if they're actually breathing, even the bopping, the snorting was carrying them. Imagine a working mom who goes to maternity and is only allowed three months only, maximum three months to be at home yeah. with the kid. After three months, then she's supposed to, act, to come back to work. Actually, it's not even three months. I've exaggerated. It's 60 days. 60 days is two months. After two months, that woman is supposed to leave her kid and go back to work and function as a normal person and live in the evening. Then they have these rooms like lactating rooms where you go express your milk and then store it and then or send someone to take it at home. Imagine such 
a woman in a working environment and the challenges they are going yeah it's ridiculous that's the reality we live in like finding yeah, the balance finding, finding the balance between um, motherhood and being a career Careers. woman mm-hmm. it's crazy the, the people who i envy them and i count them to be very lucky are people who do like remote jobs because them they're present they won't miss moments like my first kids step my first kids this for the working moms they miss a lot and they have to stay staying because the the job in the work environment doesn't care if you give birth two months ago or what the, your work is to work so you have to pro, to be productive that's why we're paying you so maybe you can advise such women what can they do what yeah that's help? a good question or how do you maintain your individuality in as much as you're a wife and a mother how yeah. are you still sony are you still munira do you re- re- retain your individuality your identity Oof. well you don't i don't know maybe <laughs> sony should go first because uh uh-uh. me i lost my individuality <laughs> to be honest <laughs> in as much as I'm all for spread all the positivity in the world but let's just be honest yeah? yeah um you will definitely lose yourself but i keep saying you have to go through the faces and be in acceptance of every stage you're in so i was just you know trying to read on what people have written about motherhood and i saw something that was quite interesting <laughs> um it's about being a magnificent lover for m mother outstandingly compassionate for the all t tendering teacher h happy sacrificer especially mm-hmm. there heavy on the sacrificing <laughs> motherhood comes with a lot of sacrifices it's even crazy it's either you're sacrificing your career or sacrificing your child and unfortunately there's no in between it's very unfortunate it's difficult to have an in between the thing is i remember i was watching uh, michelle obama's talk and she was saying that yes you can have it all but you can't have it all at the same time mm. so you have to choose sometimes you're faced with difficult choices as a mom yeah you know even just in life generally you're faced with difficult choices you have to choose okay um today i'm not going to be 80% there for my child it's going to be an 80 20 so 80% is going to go to whatever career or maybe just even fun times or just you time and you give that 80% and your child will suffer cuz they'll only get the 20% and yes the guilt will kill you for a while but it becomes an art you keep practicing you keep practicing until you get better at it so you learn how to just find harmony in that wave it's a rhythm you know dance through it just today it's 80 tomorrow it's 20 the next day it's 50 the next day it's even zero like you cannot even get out of bed for nothing not for work not for your child wow i think for me <laughs> wow nasty that that's the yeah. i think that's the best way to explain it wow yeah <laughs> so how do you to maintain your sanity as a mm-hmm. human How, uh, how do you carve out time for yourself for self care to maybe meet your friends to do things that you enjoy while still um navigating parenthood mhm monira go fast wait what <laughs> repeat the question 
Oh, you didn't get the question? Yeah. I'm asking how you carve out yeah. time for yeah. self-care. You know, <laughs> in as much as you're a mother, you still yeah. need alone how do you time. Balance or, okay. Balancing is what you what Sony said earlier, but now for you, in the midst of all this chaos that is motherhood, yeah. How do you carve out time for yourself for self-care um, without feeling guilty? maybe you feel guilty but you still sort of prioritize yourself yeah there's this thing i do once a month i I would either but of late i haven't been practicing but three months ago i would actually go for lunch with a friend once a month and just you know go unwind but i know I, i know myself after four hours or two hours I really have to be with my kids. <laughs> Sorry, you you go where? You go and what? Unwind. Yes, I go with uh-huh. my friend. Tell like us more. Would, yeah. Uh-huh. We would, there's this friend we normally do lunches once a month. Uh-huh. She's here. Uh-huh. So Tell us more. I was like, who is uh-huh. this friend? Because if it's <laughs> not, I knew who the friend is. <laughs> not the lunches. No, the lunches yeah. I know. I, yeah. and about the lunches is fine. I'm wondering about these other things that you enjoy doing for oh, self-care, okay. you know? <laughs> yes. Other than the lunches, imagine there is nothing because, and I used to do it and then the economies got so bad. Now there's no more no lunches. But still, it's something I would want to do without feeling guilt. But I, again, th- these it doesn't take a full day for me to be away. It's just now that I'm experiencing, now that I'm back in school is when I'm experiencing that I'm actually seven hours away from my kids, six hours away from my kids. But self-care, I don't know. Maybe I should start. But yeah, but not for, I haven't done it in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, understandable. It's very difficult having me time. (laughs) Trust. I try to go to the loo for me time, but who? Toddler, who? My toddler will be right there looking at me as I take number two. <laughs> anyway. uh, uh, but before before number two, well, the second born, yeah. <laughs> not the other number two, before the second born, um, we'd, uh, we'd meet up with friends for, say, Bible study once in two months. And then I'd also take a break to go watch a movie with my husband, try be a wife, or is it girlfriend? Um, yeah, watch a movie. I really, I really miss going to the movies. God, it's been a year. <laughs> what? What is this? It's been a year. Um, I also enjoy dancing a lot, so we'd go out and dance. So me, just get me catch me on the dance floor until morning <laughs> on Red Bull and water. <laughs> um. Oh, lately, I've been doing my guitar classes. I used to play the guitar a while back, but then I stopped for a while. So I've been doing classes from time to time. What else? Are you guys realizing that um, our me times are very limited? Like, Yeah, they're very limited. Yeah. Very limited. Even as I do the guitar, I'm telling you, my child is right there plucking the strings. Exactly. I feel like even my me time is this podcast, but still, 
I had to lock the door to make sure these guys don't come in. Sometimes me time looks like, you know, you d- d- drive home from school or work or wherever and just sit in the car for two minutes. <laughs> Before you, you go home. Yeah. <laughs> that is the best me time. <laughs> motherhood. Welcome to motherhood. <laughs> yeah, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Um, for, they say, like, um, each parent has a support system. Yeah. So... Do you mind telling us like what has been your biggest support system in your journey as a mother or if or how can someone build like a strong support network when they become a mother first family I, I i don't know i'll have to give a shout out to my brother this mm-hmm. was the i don't know does motherhood begin when you're pregnant or does it begin when the child is here because for me i think it began when i was pregnant as yeah. well as well yeah, yeah. right from yeah. conception <laughs> yeah it's a roller coaster yeah i had a very what do you call it i had a very bad pregnancy i would i puked for like three months consecutively mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I had mom and my brother so i remember taking an airbnb somewhere in south sea i'm like you know what i'm taking a three-bedroom one for my brother one for my mom i'm not going to risk being alone at this time so i feel like when my mom is trying to clean up my puke and my brother is in the kitchen cooking a meal, maybe I've asked for githeri, you know. At that time, you don't want to eat anything. You just want a plain githeri, boiled the way it is, evil do. <laughs> and mm-hmm. those two came through for me at that time because I was very vulnerable. I wasn't eating. I was on IVs and stuff like that. So I feel like first support system that comes when you're going okay, through guys. this. Yeah. Just a minute, continue. But yeah, when you're going, I'll have when to you're mute going, for a minute. Okay, when you're going through this journey, I think family is the first that you really need them. You need them at this time, and then maybe mm-hmm. family, and then you know friends. But again, you you can't burden your friends to come and hold your baby when they're small. <laughs> so I feel for me, family. They came. They really came through for me at that stage. So yeah, shout out to my brother. Whatever he is. Shout out, shout out Ayubu, wherever you are. Yeah, Ayubu, so, come from guy and come and cook for me. Yeah. So, um, how important would you say is support for parents? And um, yeah. do you think do you think that support is just somebody who can hold your baby, or is support someone you can talk to maybe at night when you can't sleep? You can just call up a friend when you're overwhelmed. Talking to yeah. children, you just need another adult to talk yeah. to. I've had parents say that. There are times yeah. I just want to talk to an adult. I'm tired of talking to children. Yeah. Do you yeah. consider that support as well? Yeah, I don't Yes. I think even having support group like you, I remember there's a lady on Instagram who was um, hooking up mothers who've given birth and they don't have a support group. She was holding that space for them. And I was like, eh. I wish I wish I had seen her page when I was, you know, like four years ago when I was going through that roller coaster of being a new parent. But yeah, I feel like just having a friend come over because at that time there's no way I, I will go out and meet a friend to, to talk about. It's you to come to my house and kuja because now you can't even leave your child. You're experiencing this, I don't know, paranoia that if you leave the house, your child will not be safe. So yeah, I feel like yeah, having support as friends get you through it somehow. But again, you really have to be in the same in the same. I don't know. Wakwa may experience the same thing. 
What do you, what do you think? For me to actually because no. at the end of the day I will keep on talking about my my kids at the end of the day. I was like, you know what? Today he didn't poop. So what do I do? <laughs> no, I feel like yeah. In in friendship, mm-hmm. every friend is at different uh places in their life at different times, yeah? So at this time you're a, you're a mother to a newborn mm-hmm. and your friend has no children at all. Yeah. So I feel like uh you just need somebody to talk to. Maybe even this friend has no solution to your baby not pooping, but the fact that you've said it, you've told another adult who maybe is not yeah. your partner or your yeah. husband yeah. just slightly makes you feel better or this friend mm-hmm. will come and tell you about They're... her life which is yeah. a distraction from from the motherhood. So I feel like support I don't know my opinion is that yeah. support can, can be in many forms it's not necessarily coming to help you hold the baby support mm-hmm. can be let me come in and cook lunch for you you know uh-huh. or let me bring you food so you don't need to think about cooking yeah right yeah, yes that yes. is just uh, yeah my so you'd say support is a vital in any form in all these forms that we've discussed is yeah. a vital a part of uh, parenting because i think you'd lose your mind if it's just you and the baby and talking to other mothers about the baby i would lose my mind because we can't talk about anything else <laughs> not you as a mother sometimes you know um yeah. maybe i i come and tell you about the drama going on in my life maybe i'm just finding it hard to get a husband it's a distraction from motherhood <laughs> So you're sort of focused on something else and yeah. it's entertaining you know oh, like yeah. the entertainment we've been receiving lately it's it's like a distraction you're so distracted from your life yeah that it's like a breather you and you continue yeah, yeah so is Sony back yeah I'm back I'm back oh so what would you um okay what am I trying to ask my support system yeah, yeah. Yeah, same um, question. Your thoughts? Goodness. Um, definitely my husband number one. <laughs> Then, oh, you guys, my mom's, my mom in love, and my mom, mom. There's not a single day that would go. My mom is in Malindi. There's no single day that would go without her video call. Talk about whether it's random things, and of course, obviously, before we talk about the random things, it's the children. <laughs> um, she calls a lot to talk to the children. they truly truly know her <laughs> it's incredible she plays nanny sometimes i just leave her with the kids and do other things <laughs> like literally <laughs> leave her on a video call with them oh my mom in love comes every other day almost just to check on us check on the kids bring things from you know the the market which gosh eh mundira the last time uliana sokoni as a nini nilini kusulize Anyway, um then a few friends definitely because they take me on clinic days surprisingly i met a new friend and it really meant a lot to me i met a new friend um in 2021 through just maggie for anyone who follows just maggie oh, and yeah. i think there's Simha, a time she was like hey, kit i think it's a conversation friendships and i think random people just posted out that they were willing to just either make new friends or something i don't even remember what it was about but i know i got a new friend from that experience from oh, that post wow. so a random a random lady mm-hmm. agreed to take me to the hospital 
Um, it was actually in Pisha to get my baby's first ear piercing. <laughs> and she held the baby and like literally we, we became friends until date. We are friends. And that was such a support system then. Wow, that's you know? amazing. That is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Like I've met such new friends from this motherhood experience. It's incredible. <laughs> Yeah, it's incredible. So I can't even say I'm lacking in that sector. Yeah, and oh, I've wow. noticed on your on your Instagram, you mm-hmm. have very engaging people. Like people really engage you on this motherhood journey. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it, it's it's really interesting. Yeah, it is. I think uh, you know we we all speak the same language, mother. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's incredible how many friends you can make through this journey. And unfortunately, yeah. you end up losing a lot of friends as well. <laughs> right. <laughs> Equally. Munira, tell us about dumping friends. Tell us. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> so would attest to this. Okay. So when, when I had my firstborn, mm. I don't know how. I think it's something that people should talk about more often. Uh, the mental state of a mother at that period, mostly when you've been isolated, you're alone, you don't have any support system. It's just you and your baby. Maybe your husband is working, so it's just you Mm. and the baby. So there's so much that goes through these, I don't know, the guilt, everything that parenting, the overwhelming thing that comes with parenting. And then, Upate, you have postpartum depression. I think I experienced that Mm -hmm. with my child. And that's Mm -hmm. where, you see how your brain the chemicals, they lie to you. It's like, you know what? You don't even deserve sunlight. You don't even deserve your friends. So block them. So I think that's what I did. I didn't want to see anybody. I don't even remember combing my hair at that time. You know, I just wanted to hold my baby. I would even have visitors and they're like, hey, I'm talking about AK-47. And I, it's now that I'm actually trying to, you know, put one and one together that what I was experiencing wasn't normal. Like it was just postpartum depression. The the fear that if you leave the room, that's it for for your child. Like I wouldn't even go to the market. I'm like I'm scared of leaving my baby in the house. What what happens if the house burns down? But you know, mm-hmm. so at that period, like I didn't want to do anything that wanted me out of the house. So yeah, I think that went with the friends. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I don't feel bad about it because at that time it really <gasps> made, made <gasps> sense to me. Why are you throwing yourself? No, no. You see, it's a disease at that time. I want you guys to understand it's a mental health issue at that time. Whatever, it doesn't make sense. Like nothing makes sense to you because you now it will just come... ask a question. Did these yeah. friends of yours who are <laughs> appalled? Did they try to reach out? Yes, eh, this one who reached out. Who you? Who you? And I would cancel okay. plans. Like, can I come see you? Can I come see the child? I'm like next week. We've traveled. Na, 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 na. There's just stories here and there. Excuses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I, I, I came to see Amira once. Yes. Um, when she was born, yeah? Yeah. But I, I remember I remember you texted me when mm-hmm. she was born. Munira has this good habit of texting you a photo, the name, the time of birth. And the all kilograms. The yeah, she, she would check it's that. It's not me, by the way. That's, that, that's my husband. <laughs> and then she would send messages. Me yeah, so... Mm. And then I also mm. have this habit of not imposing myself. So if I see somebody is being distant, I will 
also oh, just remove myself. Yeah. I believe in oh, nice. if you I believe in communicating. Like if you want to see me and I have made an effort and I've noticed distance or I've I've sensed some distance, I will just give you your time. No bad blood. When you're ready, you're going to reach out and we can pick up where we left off. That I'm learning. Otherwise, me, I'm the toxic friend who you don't want to see me. I'll be at your doorstep. Hey, Han, <laughs> how are you doing? <laughs> That's what I'm trying but to I'm be. I'm learning to give people space. Yeah, I feel yeah. like I, way. It's, it's I not can doing do that either. with, I do that with very, it's less than a handful of friends that I know mm-hmm. you locking me out is mm. because something is wrong. So I need to push mm. and pester you to find out what is going on. But generally, if uh, mm-hmm. we're not extremely tight, I know when to take my leave. I don't force issues. Okay. All right. Yeah. So we've mm-hmm. had a lengthy conversation. What, as we wind up, what would you say are the, how you've grown as a person mm-hmm. since being a mother? And Ooh. what you've learned through this journey of motherhood. Hmm. What I know for sure, um, motherhood has a way of making you no longer the center of attention. Everything, everything. I tell you, including to your husbands, which can add to your postpartum depression or, you know, be the onset of it. Like even your husband, the first thing that wanted to communicate or talk about is the children. Mm. Oh, the kids. I'm like, you guy, you can't ask me how I am. Hmm? <laughs> Excuse you, who bathed them? And I mean everybody, from your friends to your in-laws, everybody. It's just everything is about the children. It's crazy. Um, it can be tiring, and you literally have to constantly remind yourself, okay, them selfish days are over. I don't sacrifice my body. I've sacrificed you, you sacrifice everything, and um, that's one of the difficult things to deal with, honestly. And if there's any anything that makes marriage especially very difficult, it's having children that face, especially the past two years, because everything revolves around the kids until they gain some level of independence. Um, so brush yourself, enjoy it, because it only lasts for a minute. It's only yeah. two years, I mean. Uh, the other thing I've learned is, I was talking to a friend about how I literally walk away from chicken because I have the fear of it's not just chicken, it's every other animal. However, children have a way of teaching you courage, how to be brave, because you can't just start, you know, trembling at the sight of chicken when you have your kids there. You don't want to pass on your fears to your kids. So you have yeah. to brave through it, whether it's holding a cockroach. I mean, who dares hold a cockroach? But these kids, these kids. <laughs> These kids will have you doing things. They'll have you experience a new level of strength you never knew you had. Bravery you never knew you had. And at the same time, you will discover fears that you never thought you'd have. Let me tell you, I used to drive at 160 kph. Mimi sahi. Nikipita 70. Sijui. I'm constantly thinking, oh my goodness. If I go past 70, if anything is to happen, what if the tire? What if the, the, the number of what-ifs that goes through my mind, it's ridiculous. And I know I'm not alone. I know I'm not alone. Hmm? You yeah. discover fears you've never heard for sure. The other thing kids will teach you is literally to always think on your feet. 
because you constantly have to find solutions. You have to be creative when you're raising these kids. Very creative. <laughs> You'll have to tap into that. And Peter aside, I'm telling you, you'll be on your knees. Whether ni kuswali ama ni kuomba na kwa For their health, because there is nothing as draining as a sick child. Mentally, emotionally, in all ways. It's so draining. Oh my goodness. You see them have a coffin, it's the end. You know, I've Tell seen me. I've seen Munira Tell lose me. her mind because of a sick child. I remember <laughs> leaving the house with her at three at night to go look for medicine. Yeah, so yeah, I can so. only imagine. Yeah, yeah. So I think if there's anything, they they really teach you how to deal with challenges, and you you get closer with God. I think because you learn, hey, the only way is just pray wow. and seriously pray. Yeah, those those are the things I've learned. I think. Okay, our last, last one mm-hmm. is uh, mental health. Mm-hmm. How can you take care of your mental health as a mother? And how, because it can take a toll, as Munira said initially, her mental health was in the pits. So mm-hmm. how do you take care of your mental health and what advice would you have for upcoming mothers, like soon future mothers like Saumu? <laughs> <laughs> Motherhood is a bliss. Um, it's literally a roller coaster between dreading moments, such as what I've told you, the whole having a sick child. And, you know, moments like when your daughter picked up the microphone and was able to speak and you see how and at that point you pat yourself on the back and realize, oh, my goodness, if there's anything I've done in this world, I have raised a child well, you know. So I tell you for sure, just what was the question again? Me here trying to put it into sleep. <laughs> Importance <laughs> of uh, how to take care of the mental health as a mother. Okay. All right. So one, I tell you for sure, if you have a hobby, please, please hold on tight to that hobby and give yourself 10 minutes, 20 minutes and just dive into it and practice it. Another one I really love doing is dancing. Like sometimes I just shake it, shake it off, shake it off, shake it off. Hold your baby. Enjoy the Cocomelon songs. Dance it off with them. It's a fun way to bond with them. But at the same time, oh man, it frees your mind from all the difficulties that you're going through. If you can, from time to time, just scream at the top of your lungs. Friend, scream. If you can go to a Karura Forest or wherever and just go scream, scream. <laughs> um, what else have I done to help with the mental state? Definitely do therapy. I'm very pro-therapy and I like that, you know, I'm seeing two people here who, who are doing psychology or who've done psychology. Yeah. I also thank God I did psychology or I'm still on it. Hey. <laughs> um, so totally I get you when it comes to the whole mistrust versus trust. And those are things that um, are very crucial. However, yeah. I'm learning to give grace to self as mothers because whether you love on them too much or love on them a little, either way, these kids will definitely end up in therapy <laughs> like we all are. <laughs> Yes. Somehow they'll end up having some level of mistrust, even though we raise them in a way that they're able to be trusting in their early ages. It's just life and things happen. So I feel mm-hmm. at the end of the day, just 
Yes, hold yourself to account because being a mom is your, you've been given these kids by God. You're just a custodian and you have to do your best each day. But take a step back and learn that uh, and realize that you're human. One, you are human. Yeah. So embrace having your human experiences, embrace making mistakes because motherhood again comes with a lot of doubting oneself. You don't know what's right, what's wrong. You keep second guessing through it all. Like none of us have it right. None of us. If there's one, please tell me. <laughs> one who has it figured out, please tell me. Tell me, Mini Kujakwakodipati advice. But yeah, yeah. So g- give yourself grace extensively. So yeah. That's all wow. I can say. So mm. that was amazing. Munira, you have anything to add on? How how you, how do you take care of your mental health as a mother? Uh-huh. Okay, just to wind up. Um, I actually went to therapy after I had my son because I started to notice that I'm repeating the same patterns that I experienced when I had my daughter. So to stop that, I actually went to therapy. And it's in therapy that I actually started practicing, you know, self-care, how to give myself some grace. Yani. These kids, they're the best they, you, you, you are the best they have. So if you're not okay mentally, there's no way you're going to be the best version of yourself. So I really have to fix that part in me for me to actually now, you know, receive all the graces that comes with parenting. So, yeah, mm. I went therapy the first step is therapy and for mothers who are trying to you know getting getting families and stuff like that mm. take step at a time there's no is there a reward of being the best mom do we get rewards yeah. i think you're the best <laughs> mom to your child honey to your child yeah you know what we've seen you're a good mother and he's a, an award for you so I, I don't know this is just parenting is just taking each day as it comes do the best you can you know, yeah. there's no perfect mom. I haven't met a perfect mom. I haven't. Yeah, yet to. <laughs> yeah. There's just, no you know. perfect human being. So yes, I don't think there might be a perfect mom. Yeah, but mm. you know, yes, extend yourself a bit of, of grace. Grace. Mm. Kabisa. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. So Saumu, you have some closing remarks. What have you picked up for your future children? Maybe tell us one, two. I've learned a lot. Uh, I'm still digesting them. I hope not scared you. <laughs> Some was scary. Why they? Oh, scary. Some were like, <laughs> We have not even talked about breastfeeding the scary part. Honey. Do you want to scare them? <laughs> I know, right? Mm-hmm. But, but anyways, you guys are doing great so far. I can see that. So I guess, inshallah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. I think you'll do great you've done psychology Mm -hmm. personally I feel like psychology is something every human being should just take yeah Yeah. me too Mm. honestly (laughs) it it gives you skills that make it easier to go through life whether it's parenting whether it's work whether it's you know I feel like just by the mere fact that you have a psychology background you'll make an amazing mom yeah, definitely. And you too, Lee. Definitely. Let's find Somo a husband first. And we can get her. Yeah. Me, me from next year, from next year, I take it upon myself to find this mm-hmm. lovely lady, a lovely gentleman. Oh, yeah. 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 Sorry? Um, Wait. I'm fi- I'm fi- me, I'm taking it upon myself to find this lovely lady, Saomo, oh, a lovely yeah. gentleman. 
Munira has had two years. Munira has had two years and she has done nothing. All she does is talk. I've been fired. <laughs> All she I does is to walk talk. The talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, no, she's been fired. I don't. I've not seen anything she has done. All she does is talk and talk and talk. Now we we need some action. So yeah, now take a seat. Let's give me the opportunity to shine. So anyway, thank you so much, Sony, um, yeah. for for coming on board for sharing. Also, we're hoping Sony will start her podcast soon. She has an amazing yeah, podcast going. voice. <laughs> yeah, she, she has an does. amazing podcast voice and she has so much to share. I've seen on her Instagram, everything she shares, she can share on her platform. And you already yeah. have your niche and what you can talk about. You already have an engaging audience. So hopefully you will start on this journey. It's not easy, but... Sure it's fulfilling. Ah. Yeah, it's it's fulfilling because it's some form of therapy. There are times we just come here and talk and talk and talk and one hour goes by mm. and you've just been talking and it feels good after. So yeah, no, it yeah does. pressure it is does. on. So thank you so much for coming on board. We hope to have you here again or come on your podcast. Yes, God willing. Please, we need to invite <laughs> Muna so we can settle all scores because clearly... <laughs> Oh my god, we're that doing this would be amazing. We're doing this thing that one here. Will be here. <laughs> we can discuss about how y'all three had beef with me. Ah, this one deserves wow, a reunion, sorry. by the way. It doesn't, it deserves a reunion. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but anyway, let's sound me, the me judge. as me. I, I, I think I remember apologizing. I swear I yeah. remember apologizing. <laughs> So and if I if I didn't, I am apologizing now. Oh, a million years later, we were young and <laughs> dumb. It was, yes, very yes. dumb. <laughs> yeah, but thank you so much for coming on board. We appreciate yeah, it. You. Yeah. So thank, thank you so you much guys. for having me. I appreciate that, yeah. Lean. You're taking the time to walk me through the podcasting journey. You're welcome. I promise you guys very soon. Very soon. We can very soon. In fact, before before <laughs> the end of this month. Uh, we can't wait. We can't wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, guys. Thank you so much for listening. As usual, follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Spotify. Engage with us. Until next time. Bye. 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 Bye.